So there are five big discussions discussed in the parsha that I wanted to go ahead and uh, highlight and, and bring to uh, you know choose it over. The first discussion is the the the, the, the way the parsha starts off. Parsha Pinchas, who the parsha is named after. What is the story? Why is it called Parsha Pinchas? What is the significance of Pinchas? Yeah. So really, we have to go back a step to the previous parsha. What happens is. There's a magaifa. Yeah? People are dying left and right. Why are they dying left and right? Because people started being able to bizarre, they started marrying Gayan, stuff like that. And people started dying. Now what happens is um uh, Zimri Ben Salu, who was a Nasi for Shimon, that for Shabit Shimon, and he's one of the Nasim, he's one of the Gedalim. Yeah, he goes ahead and he marries a guy. But not just he marries a guy, he marries a, one of the king's daughters. Yeah? So you could imagine it was probably a very high-profile shidduch, very famous, everyone's talking about it, buzzing about it, and the Chal Hashem was also tremendous, because he married it, it was a guy. Pinchas saw people dying because of the, the Magaifa, because of all the gun that people were marrying gun, and then he saw this. This probably tipped the scale in his eyes and said, hmm, we gotta stop this. He goes ahead and takes a Reimach, he takes a, a weapon, and go, he goes, he takes a weapon, and he goes ahead and smites them, and kills both Zimri, and his wife, the guy. Yeah? A human sister. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. And what happens is, right after that, the person says, my gay for stopped. Because of his kiddush Hashem, because of what he accomplished, right after that, the gay for stopped. And all the people that, you know, the, the, whatever the number was, the amount of people that died, the gay for stopped. And um, the Pasuk says that... What does that mean? That means that Zim, that, that Pinchas was promised that he's going to be a Kayan in Bessimigdash. Even though lineage-wise, you know, in terms of however it takes to become a Kayan, he wouldn't qualify. Because of what he did, he killed the person, he stopped the Magaifa, because Baruch Hu promised him, you are going to be a Kayan in the Bessimigdash. That is, that is incident number one. Parsha is named after Pinchas. It talks about Pinchas and highlights the fact that he's in Kashim Shemayim Beravim by going ahead and killing Zimri and um, and the, the person that he married. That is incident number one. Now, there's an interesting Pasuk over here. Yeah? This is the second one. It says, Yeah? And also it stops. Like, like cold turkey. And it says, And it starts counting Kali Yisra. It goes ahead and starts counting Kali Yisra. You know, it was after the Magaifa was over. And all of a sudden, I started counting how many people, what exactly is going on. It was almost like the, the Pesach doesn't finish. So Rashi answers the question. Rashi says, why are we counting Kalyasrael right after such a story? What is the connection between the two things? Zog, Rashi, two shot. Shot number one is that when, when like a shepherd, that whose, whose flock gets attacked by a bunch of wolves, yeah? To each sheep you cherish, you count, you go ahead and you, you know the number, exactly how many sheep are in your flock. So now what happens is they get attacked by a bunch of zaven. You wake up the next morning. The first thing you do, you go around to see how many are left. You count. Oh, okay. So that means it must have been this how many people, this how many sheep died. That's how many we have left. But Rashi, that's exactly what's going on. It was just a massive magaifa. Wiped out thousands of people of Kali Yisrael. Thousands. Hold on. We care about Kali Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu, here's about Kalal Yisrael. He wants to go ahead and count how many people are left. It's almost like the Zeevim, similar to, to, to the first thing you do is you count. We go ahead and we count right away how many people are left in Kalal Yisrael once the Magaifa is over. That is 
Pshat number one in Rashi. Pshat number two is, by Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Klai Yisrael was counted. But what happened after that? The reins of Klai Yisrael, the leadership, <laughs> was given over to Meshur Rabbeinu. I mean, when Meshur Rabbeinu was handed over the reins to lead Klai Yisrael, he was get, it was done through uh, right at, right when you know through accounting. There was accounting done right at that time. Meshur Rabbeinu is preparing to die in this week's parasha. Like we'll see. We say when he you know when he's finishing his mission, they also count Klai Yisrael. The two pshatim, why why we counting? Either to count how many people are left, or just like Meshur Rabbeinu, when he accepted the yoke, it was with a number. So so too when he returns it, it's also with a with a number. That is the second shot. And like we'll see, there's a lot of detail about going into Meshur Rabbeinu's Petira. Yeah, the, 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 the very interesting, a lot of uh, detail going into Meshur Rabbeinu's Petira. So three other um, incidents. That that's the second one. But the three other incidents. Um, and uh, this, this thing to you know highlight in this expression. Another one is talks about Chalukas Aretz. They're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, so it's going to be the division. So the pasuk says, who's going to get the bigger portion? Who's going to get the smaller portion? Who's going to get this? Who's going to get that? It says it's going to be according to how big of a shaver you are. But here's the detail. Where Rashi speaks out. Rashi speaks out. How do they divide the land? Yeah. How do they divide the land? Some lands are tremendously, uh, you know, that tremendous potential for crop. Some of them have a lot of space, but uh, you, you know, they're worthless. I'm not worthless. I'm very worth, not worth quite as much. So Rashi says, first of all, we have to know it was divided by its shabbos, its value. That's why it had to be almost a ruach hakodesh, because uh, you know who said you know you get a one square mile, it's going to be uh, you know sometimes worth more than ten square miles. It was done with Ruch HaKadosh. Rashi says, how is it done with Ruch HaKadosh? There, there were two boxes. One box had um, uh, uh, names of Shvatim. The other box had um, um, the parts of the land written on them. Nasi would stand in the middle. Take out one raffle from the box. Take out the other box, raffle from the box with the, with, the, with the portion. And Rashi speaks out remarkably, whatever exactly this means. We have to use our own imagination what this means. They, the ticket himself would talk. I don't know what that means. That means if, if the Nelson wouldn't even have to talk, the ticket would say, I am Shavit, whatever, and we are giving them this portion of the land. That's what Rashi says. It means that, and, and it would be the Ruch HaKadosh. That means as much as we did the motions, so to speak, kicking out the, the tickets and whatever it is, it was all done by Ruch HaKadosh to the point that the ticket itself spoke. I'm just thinking now. I'm wondering, we say by the urn, we carry the urns. Because it's trying to seem like an ace. It's trying to be like, seem like an open ace. I'm wondering if you have the same idea. That, that, so why are we doing raffles? Everything's broke finish. Anyway, the ticket's talking. Maybe to go oh, through the motions of nature. No, like there's more things to raffles. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe one of the, right, yeah. no. That's the truth. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. So now we have all the division of the, of the land. Everyone, when they go into Eretz Roll, We'll know exactly which part of the land is theirs, and no timeless and some and the value of each land. Some of them are, you know, even though it's smaller, maybe some of them might be worth more than the, any other uh, portion of the land. Two other nukudas. Benoistzlocha, a very important parsha in this week's uh, parsha. What happens? They're about to walk in Derech Yisrael. Yeah, and um, the way it worked was, if there was a male in the family, it would work with Dina Yerusha. I mean, they would be Yerush to the part of the land. What happens is, Benoit Slavka was a person. He had a bunch of daughters. No sons. They come over to Maish Rabbeinu, and they say, hold on a second. We're all going into Eretz Yisrael. We are not going to get a piece of land. So why not? Because we're only girls. There were no sons in the family. So what are we going to do? 
Why should we lose out? She said, Lomani Gora. That's what they say. He said, Our father, she said, he, he didn't die with Kaira. The land opening up and all that. He wasn't a bad guy. Rashi says they were all they were all tzaddikim. They were all tzaddikim. They were good people. So come to my Yeshua Ben said, Lomani Gora, why should we why should we be worse? Because we don't have any, any male. It means we're not gonna have any part of the land. Remarkable. Maishu Rabbeinu, the leader of Thaisrom, the greatest Navi that ever lived. What happens? He didn't know the answer. Yeah? So what does he do when he doesn't know the answer? He says, come back to me, I'm going to ask the Pesvorahu himself. Yeah? He's not going to make it up. He goes to Pesvorahu and says, what should I do? They're saying, do it. They want a part of the land. What's going on? Hashem said, you know what? They're right. 100% they're right. Rashi says, Ashrechem, the what? The people that the Pesvorahu is masking to. And what happens? You know what he said? Dine Yerusha are as follows. If there's a boy, goes to the boy. If there's no boy, it goes to the girl. And if and then only after that we say then it goes to the brother and then all the other husbands Yerusha. But if there's a daughter or daughters plural and there's no boy, this parsha teaches us that when Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Kaddish Baruch Hu, he goes ahead and the, uh, the Kaddish Baruch Hu responded that what. It, the, 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 the daughter should go ahead and be the Irish. That's this is the, like one one of the, the, the pivotal halachas of the comes from um, this week's parsha. That is Bnei Slavchod. And the final of the detail in this week's parsha, which I think is very interesting, we hear it many times throughout the year. It's uh, it's the parsha of Sabbath Bnei Yisrael Bemar Zalim. That's the whole uh, the whole parsha. What on earth? Why is it, why are we mentioning it over here? So it's actually very interesting because the Torah goes ahead. And leads up a whole thing about Moshe Rabbeinu is about to die. They go to Moshe Rabbeinu, say, go ahead and climb the mountains. Go ahead and be a, just like your brother Aaron and such a good Misa. Da, 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 da. And he goes and appoints Yeshua of the nun. Uh, it's like almost a climax. And then we're waiting for the last season. Moshe Rabbeinu dies. Stop, call Turkey. Carboni left me, Lishai, go ahead. You want to know how to bring Carbonus? This is how much Carbonus to bring and carbon whatever. It's like, like about to reach the climax. Totally left turn, nothing to do with anything we've been discussing. This is purely Carbonus. From this point onward, till the end of the parasha, all Carbonus. Carbonus, and whether it's on Yantif, whether it's on a regular day, and how many Carbonus to bring out? My Kesher, what Chaychus. So Rashi speaks out that what? Moshe Rabbeinu is leaving. So they go, the Sakhaz Baruch is making a sort of a, a connection that even if you're not, even when you're not here anymore, you're about to die, your children will have. What to serve me with? You're gonna go up there, still gonna remember me. Now what? We're gonna give them the whole Chazal Every day they're gonna bring Kabbalas. The Tambit in the morning, Tambit in the afternoon is one of the things that are mentioned. And the Sachem, this, that, and Yantip, all these types of stuff. Why? They're gonna keep the connection even though you're gone. So what seemingly seems like two no Shaykh's parish, it's the two things that have nothing to do with each other. Terrorists are very much connected because once he is ultimately an they can go ahead and keep the connection. A boy side, a 